Hey, Sean. Hi, David. Don't you hate when you have a day off and you're like, I'm going to play some games, but I don't want to spend money on games. So you load up your favorite uh, system that has the greatest games ever made, all of those exclusives, and you are subscribing to their game service only to find out that the games that are coming out, you can't play? Well, for the most part of that, I did agree, and then I was a little confused at the end. You're confused, eh? That's because there is a great difference between Xbox Game Pass and the PlayStation Plus services where... Oh, oh yeah, Game Pass is good. <laughs> yeah. So, I just, I just... This episode is going to be a special episode where we talk about Game Pass and how Sony needs to get their shit together and uh, start putting day one games on the PlayStation Plus network. Do you know what will also be a day one game on the PlayStation Plus network? <laughs> What's that? This episode of the Scene on Screen podcast question mark? Straight to jail. That is where I need to go after that intro. <laughs> that was so bad. You know what? I want to give even a- am I. I want to give a, a little shout out to one of our listeners, uh, my Betty Alex, who we Your Betty? had my, my my Betty Alex, my buddy Alex, who we had talked to the other week, and uh, we had asked him about our our opening segues and how sometimes like they're actually pretty good, other times they're just completely obnoxious. And he told us that he really liked the obnoxious one, so I think. More and more, <laughs> our segues are going to just be completely unhinged, just like that one. That one was so pathetic. <laughs> like, I don't even know kind of like why I thought the way I thought. I so, don't I don't <laughs> I don't know either. But uh, I mean, I didn't really uh, set you up for success on that one all that much. <laughs> you know what does set me up for success? <laughs> What's that, Sean? Xbox Game Pass. Straight up. That's right. That- that's what we're talking about today xbox game pass why because i'm pretty sure you guys as listeners have not had even remotely enough of hearing about us talk about how much we love xbox and now this is going to be a fully xbox centric episode so sit back relax hit that x button in the middle of your controller and come along for the ride i guess I mean, you can do other things too if you want, but like, I don't know. Listen, I d- listen, listen to this episode while you do other things like mow the lawn and mow the lawn, drive. What do you think the most like the the most common activity is for our podcast? Like what think, people do the most when they're listening to it? I think it's drive. I think so. I think, you know, for for people who are on their those long drives where they're like, you know, what, I just need a companion. I need those voices that I'm that just make me feel like I'm at home. I'm with people that I care about. 
uh, for the next hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> it's my pals, Sean and David. I mean, like uh, I listen to our episodes every so often, but only when I'm driving. So do you like research? So you can be like, oh, this is where I was right and Sean was wrong. Yeah, mostly just to to just reiterate when I was right and you were wrong. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Try, try hosting a bunch of shows. Probably one of my favorite uh, my favorite episodes though that we recorded was uh, when we recast Star Wars. If uh, who did who did we pick as Anakin <laughs> I Skywalker? I don't even remember. Michael Keaton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was all the characters. Yeah. So anyways, okay. So this episode is uh, just a breakdown of our favorite games and some of the most popular games on uh, Xbox Game Pass. The little service that could. When it was first announced a few years ago, uh, it started off from humble beginnings. A service of 100 games that would rotate monthly. And now it has grown into this beast of entertainment with hundreds and hundreds of games that seem to last for more than a month uh, and an ever-expanding library. Uh, Xbox published, or, or I guess it's like Xbox uh, Studio, like anything that uh, is developed by a company that is owned by Xbox, usually comes out day one on Game Pass. Um, the one that everyone is waiting for is Starfield, which is uh, amazing. Yeah. Um, and other services have tried to copy it. Other services have tried to take it over as their own, but nothing has come close. And that's right. I'm talking about the Nintendo Switch Online service. <laughs> With expand, expand, expansion pass. No. Uh, yeah. So. Sean, tell me a little bit about your experiences with Game Pass. So I was a little apprehensive when it first came out. I was very upset at the fact that I was losing games with gold. And then I realized games with gold have always been trash. And I just I didn't know if I wanted to buy into a streaming service. Right. It was like. This insanely foreign concept yet. Oh, so familiar because we've always had like or for as long as I can really remember, we've had Netflix, right? Yeah. We've we've had Crave TV. We've had we've had Amazon Prime, which is kind of hitting its like Renaissance boom right now. Our resurgence boom. That's <laughs> gonna say Renaissance is like so, they're only showing stuff for like medieval documentaries and shows and whatnot. It's Renaissance. <laughs> but yeah. um I was very skeptical about Game Pass at first. And even when I got it, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I guess I can play Grand Theft Auto 5, which I own already. So, well, like GTA 5 wasn't even on there for the longest time, right? Like the, the game that... I at launch, though. Oh, okay. See, I got it at launch because they had, uh, I had a whole bunch of gold. And up until just recently, you could transfer your Xbox Live gold over for like $1. And uh, it transferred over at uh, a one-to-one ratio, right? But I think like when it first came out, we were wary about it because like you said, like there was all these other uh, streaming services, these subscription services. And then there was others that had started, like there was a uh, Stadia. There was, um, and it's still around. Uh, what is it? GeForce now, which they had small kind of, 
a, a niche market, but nothing to the extent of what I think what Microsoft was promising. Uh, so I was like, okay, do I want to spend money on a another service? Right. Uh, the library at the time, like, was it wasn't super impressive. Like, guaranteed, you could play Halo Five, and there was one other. It had like all the Gears of War games on there. Yeah bunch of like indie games and stuff like that like so it wasn't like super impressive but over the last uh, few years it has grown significantly to the point where i i think it's it is affecting game sales um at one of our most recent adventures uh we were in one game store and uh we we're asking the guy about like you know how did how are games selling and stuff like that and he said that xbox games have dropped off significantly yeah. And he doesn't know why. And I was like, well, it's probably because of Game Pass, right? Because why would I go and spend $14 on a, uh, a, a Xbox 360 game and I could play it on, on Game Pass included in my subscription, right? So it's, it's uh, changed quite a bit. And Sony has just recently... Uh, tried to copy it well they, they kind of did when you think about it with the playstation now service but that was like a, a little kind of backdoor dealing kind of service that they had which was only streaming they eventually expanded it on the playstation 4 to allow for like downloads of playstation 4 games and stuff like that but they never really advertised it or marketed it uh, the same as as Game Pass. Microsoft seems to be marketing Game Pass as a core part of the Xbox ecosystem. Yeah, well, look at the image, right? Like when you go onto Xbox's website and you look at the image, what do you see? I'm going to do that right now. You see like Master Chief. You see, I think, Sonic in a race car still. You see a bunch of different things, right? Like you see all these games that are available to you. These characters that are supposed to be household characters, family characters, these games that are available to you, you see this in their logo. Every like acquisition, it's like you have, I think it's Pip-Boy, it's um, Master Chief, there's now probably anybody from Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. it's, it's all kind of happening there, right? You see a Forza race car. Minecraft Steve, you see like these familiar characters, right? When you think of PlayStation Now or Plus, you just see a gold logo with a plus in it or like a goldy orangey logo. And you know what? Like the PlayStation Plus, like just the interfaces and stuff like that. Like if if you're looking at trying to find games to play uh, or new games to play on gameplay on, on sorry on Game Pass, they're right there. You load up Game Pass, and it's like these are the new things that are added. PlayStation Plus, uh, it requires going through multiple menus and stuff like that. But we're we're not here to compare the two services. We've Wait, done that many times. We're not. Why am I even here? <laughs> we're, we're not. We're here to talk about some of the uh, the top games for Game Pass. Uh, the games that really have stood out or that are standing out and some of the games that we're looking forward to the most. Um, so as of right now, here are the top games on Game Pass. Um, and I, I kind of laugh at this because there's two different versions of Grand Theft Auto 5 on here. Um, there's Minecraft, there's Forza 5, 
Hor- or Forza Horizon 5, Forza Horizon 4, FIFA 23, the fem- uh, FIFA Women's World Cup 23 update, Rainbow Six Siege, the game that'll never go away, Halo Infinite, Halo Infinite Multiplayer, which is a separate game. We have UFC 4, um, MLB The Show 23, hilarious, Mortal Kombat 2, FIFA 22, Gang Beasts, Exo Primal, Madden 23, and Sea of Thieves. So looking at that list right now, we have six, I think, Microsoft IPs. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can keep me honest if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. That's Minecraft, Sea of Thieves, two Forza titles, Halo Infinite, um, and the multiplayer. So that's six. I don't think they own Mortal Kombat 11. No. Or do they own Exo Primal? Uh, I do not believe so. I have to do a quick. Uh, I think Exo Primal's on other stuff. Let's see. Yeah, Exo Primal's on everything. Yeah. It's yeah. on uh, PlayStation 5, 4, Xbox One, and uh, Windows. That's still an impressive list. That's that's the top games on the system. Exo Primal was a day one release. And it's actually kind of funny now. If you look into Game Pass as a whole, a lot of these day one releases still aren't these AAA games. And this is what um, the comparison on the internet kind of like skews it a little bit, right? Because you have, you know that their AAA games are going to drop. Like your... Mm-hmm. Is Exo Primal even considered a triple A? Maybe an A grade uh, game? I would say so. Maybe, yeah. I, I mean, like, at what point uh, it does a game no longer count as a triple A game? Like, is it like the size of the studio, how much money they spend on it? I, I mean, potentially. Like, just looking at the day one releases up here, um, I'm only going to go over a few of the big ones here, but we have Exo Primal. We had Shredder's Revenge, which people had to pay, what, $39.99 to play? Um, <laughs> Railway Empire too. I might, I might fuck around with that. Um, Redfall, kind of a bust. Minecraft Legends, huge. Uh, Wulong, Fallen Destiny, huge. Atomic Heart, mixed results. High on Life, which is now just making its way to the other console. Mm-hmm. Day One exclusive, Back for Blood Four. Day One, Hello no- Neighbor Two. Day One, Stop Me If You've Heard This Before. But Day One, A Plague's Tale Requiem. Day One, Scorn. Day one. Well, like if you even if you look at uh, game game pass on PC only, right? Like uh, all of these games are day one releases. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Sea of Stars, Starfield, Lies of P, Payday 3, Forza Motorsport, City Skylines 2. You know, like that's the thing is like Xbox Game Pass has, like I said earlier in the show, they have evolved. They've advanced so much that there's no going back for them. Like they, they can't lighten up on their offerings. They have to keep the pace going. Otherwise they're going to lose subscribers. They're not going to retain subscribers. So they, they kind of created their own monster in a sense, because if they had kept with the, their original marketing plan, you know, like a, a collection of a hundred games that rotate monthly, right? If they had stay with that, then they could definitely put games out on day one for a month, right? I'm sure it would increase their game sales a, a lot because people would uh, definitely be buying the games if they haven't beaten them uh, in that month's time. But now they have changed it so that tons of games are coming out on Game Pass day one. If I look, let's see like the library here. 
Um, just like all, oh, what's coming up? Well, no, like, I'm just looking at uh, the PC only. So games that are available on PC. So a lot of these are multi-platform, but some of these are just PC only. There's 445 games on this list. Isn't that wild? If you were to average out, say, let's say the average of $40 per game, right? Like, and, or you know what? Not even, let's say $30 per game. That's over $13,000 of, of games. So that you pay fifteen ninety nine a month for. Yeah. Right. Like, so at, at that point, at that price point, hell, even if you buy it for the year, it's like what? A hundred and fifty bucks or something like that. You are getting way more than your money's worth for that service. So why would you ever buy uh, a new game? Right. Like I get it. It's a way to support the, the developers. You're you're going to buy Starfield. Yes. Um, you know, I'll buy games if I if I see them, you know, in the bargain bin or whatnot, and I want to play them. But like, even if they're on Game Pass, it it makes those decisions to purchase those games harder because it's like, do I spend the nineteen ninety seven at Walmart on this game, or do I play it for free on Game Pass and then I have twenty bucks to spend on Doritos and Mountain Dew? The most Xbox combination <laughs> you'll ever find. Um, yeah, you, you're you're not wrong, and I like I look at some of the titles even on uh, on PC. It's kind of funny because like TFT's on here, but that's also like a um, a mobile game. You could play Stardew Valley pretty much on any console mm-hmm. uh, for free, for that matter. Or some, it's like four or five bucks. Um, the thing I do find interesting too is like the games that are expiring you kind of forget that are there like i just noticed that um marvel's avengers is leaving i don't think i ever finished it now i kind of want to i mean two point campus uh such a good game you know that one came out on game pass when it released and that was a few years ago right like that was like 2020 or something like that that was a uh, pandemic release. That was right. So, you know, this game has been on here for th- almost three years. Or sorry, it came out in August of 20. 20- really? August of 2022. That's that's not right. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Two Point Hospital. Right. Two Point Campus did come out only last year. Yeah. Um, so it must not be doing very well on Game Pass if it's being removed. N- not necessarily. Yeah. Um, but I remember like two point hospital came out on here and it was, it was pretty, it was there for quite some time. Um, the ascent that game came out, uh, when was that 2021? So like two years, like, so these are games that, you know, they're, they're on these services day one. It definitely allows, uh, more exposure for some of these games, especially some of these smaller games. Uh, and it's, good for the developers because they get money uh, and it's good for gamers because they get to explore and play games that they would otherwise pass up, especially if they don't want to spend the money on them. The problem with this though, turns into their, the, it's, it's kind of like twofold. It's a good thing and a bad thing, right? People can save a ton of money down the, like in the long run, but it does hurt physical game sales. So it does hurt the ability to 
get games in stores. Like remember you could just walk into like an EB games and pick up a, a game. Cause they had like 50 copies on it of it. Well, now these stores are only picking up or carrying like five copies of a game. Right. So maybe 10. I'm thinking, I'm thinking you're kind of thinking the opposite way because game Pass has made it. So there's always a game available. Whereas well, no, but what a I'm few saying- years ago, that never was the case. Like if you were, if you couldn't get to the store in the morning and you wanted Halo five, four, Halo four is a good one. Mm-hmm. You wanted Halo and the store that you shop at didn't buy enough copies and you got there after work, you were boned, dude. Right. But that was more so, and it still is more so for like the, the deluxe editions and the collector's editions. I'm talking about like before Game Pass was even a thing when you had to go to and even before like digital sales was like really uh, taking on most stores carried uh, a lot of like the standard edition copies of games, right? Like you could walk into Walmart and there was, you know, two dozen copies of of I don't know, Halo 4, right? Like now because physical game sales have dropped significantly, you know, um, even let's say um, Metroid Prime remastered. It took me a good like three weeks to find a store with that game in. And that was for the Nintendo Switch, right? Uh, you know, copies of there's actually a game that uh, came out and I always forget what it's called. But it's a smaller game. And because it's not on Game Pass. I had to either find it off Amazon or buy like from Best Buy directly. Like I can't find it in store. Walmart doesn't carry it. None of the Walmarts that I've been into carry it. Uh, EB games that I've been into don't have it. I've been to Best Buy in stores. They don't carry it. And that's a problem because I think a lot of these stores aren't carrying these, all of these games because over the last few years with, with game pass and even PlayStation plus extra, um, Physical game sales have dropped significantly. What does that mean, though, for for people who like to purchase and and or who don't want to subscribe to the game service? Well, it's going to make it harder for them to to uh, get their games. But at the same time, does it is it going to increase the value of physical games? No. Like I, I think it's there's still quite a bit of people who are resistant to the idea of Game Pass. However, where Game Pass I think is about to win out is come October, November of this year, when the deal is finally done with Activision, I think they're gonna see a surge. There's gonna be the people who sat on the fence and didn't want to buy Game Pass that are like, you know what? Now's the time. All these Activision games, I'd love to go back and play fucking Call of Duty Zombies, Black Ops one. Mm-hmm. You know? And great on them. They're mm-hmm. going to own a bunch of stuff that they never had access to before. Blizzard. Can you believe that like Starcraft and Warcraft are going to end up on Game Pass potentially? Like nobody's talking about that as part of the acquisition. But Activision Blizzard is a big ass company. Yeah. And now Game Pass could just have the opportunity to have like a game that was kind of gate kept a little bit like unless you had a, a good enough pc you couldn't really play warcraft 
And the people who were playing in the Warcraft community were like so into it that it was like, like I know League kind of fits that space a little bit now, but it's not open world. Warcraft is still a big thing for people. And now having that console ready or having the ability to just log on to your Xbox Game Pass PC and try a game that you always wanted to try, the mm. possibilities are endless now. Well, so- and I think that makes it uh, a safer bet for someone who doesn't mind spending the the money per month but still also likes to purchase games, right? Like it allows them to like the, the the age of the demo is gone. Square Enix still does release them from time to time. Nintendo does release demos from time to time. Um, but for the most part, demos actually would or could potentially hurt the sales of games, right? If they release a demo that is buggy and whatnot, uh, people are going to remember that it's a buggy demo. So it. Uh, how many times have there been uh, open betas for like online multiplayer of Call of Duty or Battlefield or other games? And it just is horrible. A lot. Because like the servers are just failing and all that stuff, right? People obviously will still buy those games. But again, like the initial reactions to that is, oh, this game sucks. It's not finished, right? Well, when they release a game on Game Pass, it's a full complete game. And you would hope that it would not be a buggy mess like we're so used to these days. But it allows people to try a game uh, and and make that decision if they want to purchase it or not. Now, some people make the decision to purchase it regardless, but the advantage of having Game Pass is that you automatically get a discount if you want to purchase that game anyways, right? So yeah. I think it was like 10% or something like that. So it's not... Digitally. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not much, but it still does uh, add some incentive to purchase the game. So we've, we've talked quite a bit about the service and the, the pros and cons of it, I guess. Now, is there a game in particular that you have played in the past? That's like, maybe just you're, you're so happy that's on game pass because that's what you've been playing. Is, is, is there like a go-to game for you? That is that if it wasn't for game pass or, or even like, is there a game that you discovered just casually on game pass that you would never have kind of played before oh that one's kind of hard to say because like if i know it's available on game like pass i'll play it like skywalker saga as an example or um sugar or superland which i uh try i was just gonna say sugarland because mm-hmm. yeah. uh i'm just gonna go back through my my all games that i've downloaded just to see if there's something that like really pops out and i'm it's not like a call of duty because they've always been available huh it's tough to say like i i did enjoy grounded that was a really Mm -hmm. fun one that i played on game pass if it weren't for game pass i would have never played jedi survivor or marvel's avengers um dead rising 4 although i had a demo for it like i i got to complete on game pass which was cool Mm mm-hmm um it also gives you a chance with your game pass to play some ea games right that you might not ever play yep oh hell yeah farming simulator 2022 (laughs) installing that now power wash simulator 
lawnmowing yeah, we, we, simulator. We so I, I think though, like there's been a few games that I have been interested in, but didn't know enough to warrant purchasing the game. Right. So uh, what was the one ghost Ghostwire Tokyo? I think it was. Yep. That's on both uh, consoles now too. Yeah. Like it came out on, uh, it, it came out on PlayStation first and then it showed up on, on game pass. And you know what? Like I remember just thinking, okay, well, you know what? I'll just casually play this. I started playing it via streaming just so that I didn't have to download it. And I played it for maybe about a half hour, 45 minutes. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to download this one. I'm going to play it in its full visual fidelity. And that day I spent almost eight hours straight playing that game. And if it wasn't for game pass, I would have probably never actually played the game because, you know, the advantage of having game pass is that you don't, you're you're not at risk of losing anything. If you don't like the game, it's true. And I think that's what makes it so, so more, so much more appealing because I can try out in the span of an hour, like 15 different games that I otherwise would have probably never paid for or never felt um, like never felt so interested in the game to justify paying for it. Right. It's not like a game that we get super excited. It's the, the last game that I pre-ordered and I bought day one was uh, Skywalker Saga. Like the Lego. The Lego. Oh, yeah. Because, because I, that was a game that I knew that I was going to enjoy. And I didn't care if it went on Game Pass later on. Uh, you know, it was something that I was excited for. Just like how you're going to buy Starfield, right? Like it's a game that you're excited for. Um, but say I was someone who had never played a Lego game, right? And I wasn't sure if it was like too kiddie or whatnot. You know, Game Pass is a great way for someone like me who has never played this game, who wasn't too sure about it, to try it out with no risk of losing out on money or anything like that. Because the 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 truth of the matter is when you buy a game physical you can't return it right like even though it is still very difficult if not impossible right now to copy return, yeah copy playstation uh and xbox games the there's still that same return policy of no returns <laughs> or exchanges unless it's like for the same game that there was back on the playstation one and playstation two and xbox uh eras and and those games or consoles were more easily modified so i think like that is a a major advantage and and you know it's funny because like you know i don't know if you get this with your significant other i will play like if i if there's nothing that i want to play in particular like i'll jump through you know four or five different games over an afternoon and uh my significant other will come in and say why are you playing? Like you play so many games. Like, why don't you just stick with one? It's like, I don't have to. <laughs> That's the yeah. beauty of it. It is nice to have the ability to just kind of select and play. The one thing that I will say about my game pass experience is like, it has given me the ability to leave a game and come back to it with 
without the guilt of I paid for this game. Mm-hmm. Right? Like if I look at my shelf right now, there's a bunch of games that I've never completed. Mm-hmm. But it also gives me the opportunity to to try some games. Like you've said, gone to the ways of the demo, but there's demos on here. There's everything on here. Just what you do and how you use it. The thing about Game Pass for me, which I've only started to recently scratch my uh, scratch the surface into a little bit is the perks of Game Pass. Mm. Now, I was talking to a friend about this stuff the other day, and they didn't even realize that Game Pass is kind of like um, Twitch and Amazon. They like to give away little things. So right now, just looking really quickly, they have a, a World of Warships Legends like player pack that you can get. You can get a FIFA play card. You get an ultimate team pack for Madden 23 a weapons charm for Apex Legends, that kind of stuff. But wait, there's more. Oh, shit. There's, uh, I never saw this, Discord Nitro, three months for free, if you claim it, Um, which is awesome. The best thing that I've found of Game Pass lately is there is lucrative ways to earn money playing video games. Now, I'm not talking about exorbitant amount of money, but if you earn points through Game Pass... You can earn gift cards to Xbox. Um, I don't know why they still have it on the site because it's no longer valid, but like Xbox um, Live Gold, one month is like 7,000 points. You get $10 gift cards to like food places. Yeah. Just for firing up your Xbox, you get three points for just opening a game that's a Game Pass game. You get 50 points a day like 50 one time per day. If you get any achievement on Xbox. Yeah. I mean like, and they have uh, specific things for, for specific games. So if you get certain achievements for games and whatnot, uh, you, you get extra points and, and I mean, uh, let me see. I, they're all part of like the Bing reward, right? Um, oh, Bing. <laughs> I know. Uh, I mean like I have, let's see how many points do I have? Uh, 11,305 points. I mean, it's not much. I'm not a, a hardcore gamer as as much as I was before. But it's like, oh, Xbox gift card, 5,200 points. You know? Yeah, five bucks could be a game. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 25, $25 uh, is 2,500, 25,800 points. I'm halfway there. I mean, like, I could easily get that if I was... Uh, a hardcore gamer or like just hell if I worked a part-time job and I spent a lot of time playing video games, I could easily be getting, you know, 10, $25 gift cards on a fairly regular basis, right? Like not even that, like I could get a $10 gift card for Cineplex Odeon or $10 gift card for Esso or Starbucks, Air Canada, you know, stuff like that. Like it's crazy. And like, this is, this is all part of their ecosystem. This is how they, yeah, you know, give back to people in a sense, right? Like, sure, gift cards, like you're you're being forced to spend money on other places. And and most people, when they have a gift card, they spend more than what the gift card is is uh worth. But I mean it, it it's something. It's something extra. Yeah, it's 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 a cool way to play games. And I say that with the whole like, yeah, like we're not paid by Microsoft. We're not paid by Nintendo. We pay to play these games. 
But if you if you scroll down far enough, there's a quest page, which gives you the ability to do certain things like 250 points if you get 50 kills in the old blood Wolfenstein. Play Age of Empires. Literally just start the game. Five points. 500 points if you complete 22 daily tasks. So if you're an avid gamer and you play just 22 days where you log in, that's 500 points. Yeah. And like, it's not even, you don't even have to play 22 days. It's like just completing 22 different tasks. So like you play a game where it's like get, you know, four or five achievements. Well, that's four or five tasks, right? It all, it it's all a quite an interesting ecosystem. You know, it, like I said before, it started off as just a basic streaming service that was a hundred games. And now it's evolved into this, like this, behemoth of a platform where they're not just incorporating video games they're they're adding other things they're they're giving rewards for using the service but then also use being able to use those rewards for non-gaming related things you know like maybe you need to spend those uh those microsoft points on the so gift card so you can buy gas so that you can go to the store and buy Doritos and Mountain Dew. Right. This is just what you're like hung up and stuck on. Well, we're talking about, we're talking about Xbox, right? Like there's no other, uh, no other, I guess it could be Dr. Pepper. That was another one that they, they partnered with for quite a bit. Yeah, it was just mainly the two. So David, I'll, I'll flip the question to you. Like I know you and I did this thing and we might bring it back to the podcast where we play Xbox game pass roulette where each week one of us took the turns and the only rule is we had to play two hours of a game and Mm -hmm. then come on and talk about it. And you can see how long people have played on game pass now. So it's like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. But we played some really fun games in those while we were still doing reviews. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we played, I want to, I want to say it was like a Minecraft dungeons or something. Um, but there was a party game that we played that was really fun. Um, I played through like Mud Runner, Scream mm-hmm. Ride, lots of weird little games. It was fun like, though. A lot of things that you probably wouldn't otherwise play, right? And the cool thing about Game Pass is that they actually have a little button called that says "Surprise Me." Um, and this is probably one of the greatest things that they <laughs> that they've added here because uh, there is a, a phenomenon. And I, I don't know the exact name, but I'm going to call it choice paralysis, where if you have too many options to choose from, it makes it extremely difficult to pick one. So with a library this big of over 400 games, you know, it, it does become very difficult to pick a single game to play. Uh, or you just spend uh, an infinite amount of time scrolling through the list. So you press this surprise me button on uh, Game Pass for PC or even the Game Pass um, on Xbox. I'm trying to find it on Xbox right now while we talk and I don't see it. Really? Unless they've changed it. But uh, I mean, like on PC, I, I can press it and this is saying, oh, play Soma. Or I can press it again. It changes it. Oh, Dishonored 2. You know, this is, oh, Goat Simulator. I'm playing that, right? <laughs> so... Without a doubt, this is kind of cool for being able to one just let the system 
pick a game to play uh and and just play and you can see you might be able to find you might find some stuff that you haven't played before and that you might actually totally love um i wish that now i wish that there was like a way that you could say hey these are the types of games that i i like kind of like when you sign up for um like spotify you used to be able to do you remember there used to be a sorting filter where you could be like and like i know playstation got rid of it from their interface as well but you like when you scrolled through you'd be able to see the genre type that mm-hmm. you'd like well like you remember it, like if you, when you sign up for spotify or whatever it'll ask you um you know artists that you listen to music that you like uh songs that you like stuff like that and then it uses that to kind of uh curate a a list of of music that you want to play with play uh steam has a similar um feature where it's like the store has uh games that are similar to ones that you've played or games that uh are are things that you've been interested in recently right um so like there's a on Steam, there's a thing called uh, Because You Love, and these are commonly associated with games you've recently played. So this list will change based off of what you've been playing recently. Um, and I wish that uh, Microsoft would implement something like that for Game Pass. So it's like, oh, you know what? The last five games that you've played are an action RPG. Well, you might like this one, right? Uh, or it's like the last five games you've played have been uh, pixel art based. Well, here's something that's similar. Uh, what was it called? There was like a, it was a first person shooter, and it came out recently, but it was very like pixely artwork. Um, and I cannot remember what the hell it is. But anyways, like it was a cool little concept, right? So there's there's still room for this platform to grow. Um, when it comes to competition, I think it's years ahead of the competition. Uh, I also believe it's a gateway to buying complete games. So I look at a game like city skylines as an example. Okay. You buy the base game or you play the, I think it's city skylines deluxe is what's on game pass. If I'm not mistaken, you get a few expansion packs in that game. When I bought City Skylines, I bought a Humble Bundle, which gave me a bunch of stuff for like $56. I could have tried it for free, determine if I like it, and then get the bundle. But because my friend had the bundle as well, and I was playing with it, I liked it, right? Mm-hmm. There's other games like that too, which if you want to try a game, really try it before you buy it on either. Or you know that if you like it on here you might want to wait till it's on sale and you can get all the expansions. That's a big thing too, right? Like follow three. Well, it has so two DLCs like, that you can't get. If they were to have, uh, like I was just loaded up city Skylines, So like you can get like the basic edition. It's included in game pass, or you can buy it with their discount, uh, for 41 59. Now, if you want the premium edition, which includes like the season passes and stuff like that, you have to pay for that. But here's the thing. This is a, prime example of the full game is like a demo right so if you're playing the game and and you you like it then you're going to be more inclined to actually pay for it especially if there's dlc that you want why would you buy 
DLC for a game that you don't own. I agree. Right? So, okay. City Skylines comes out with a season pass. I want that because I want all those other DLC, but I'm not going to spend the $20 uh, for a season pass for a game that I don't technically own. Well, guess what? I'm going to buy the game so that I can justify buying the DLC. And that's how they get you. <laughs> those <laughs> bastards. It's like, so if I wanted the game of Ye- the year edition for Fallout 3, which includes both DLCs, to buy it, regular is $26.99. Um, Xbox Game Pass discount is 20% off at $21.59. Or I could play it for free. And like, I own the original game without the DLC. Well, here's the I thing, think. though. Like, for, for Game of the Year editions for this, like Fallout 3, for example... This is the the edition that comes with all the DLC, right? But here's and because this is, because this is a Bethesda game, I'm very curious as how long these are going to be on Game Pass if they're ever going to come off Game Pass, right? Um, because the only time then the only reason why someone would buy it is if they don't want to renew their Game Pass subscription, right? And getting that. So one of these things is is it's it's kind of different in this sense that like buying the a game of the year edition copy of a game where you get all the DLC I mean it if you're going to keep keep subscribing to Game Pass for the for the year it doesn't make sense to purchase the game unless of course you just want to support the developer right um but if they were to release say Fallout 3, just the base game with no extra DLC, but then the DLC was uh, available separately to to purchase. Then you're you're back into the uh, the other zone where it's like, why would you spend the money on a DLC for a game that you don't own? Yeah, how do you like I might be completely wrong, but is there a way on um, your Xbox slash Game Pass to see if you already own the DLC? Uh, I think you have to go into like the game, like manage the game or something like that. And it will show you what you, ha- you own or whatnot, but interesting. It's okay. hard. I, I don't know off the top of my head, but no, neither do I. That's why I just, I had a, I had a thought. Cause I was like, I know when I owned it for 360, I had the one expansion pass for oh. Fallout three, but now I don't. Well, sometimes like those things are, are console specific though. Right, like sometimes DLC doesn't carry over in that sense. If it was purchased, like uh, Call of Duty does this already, right? Like, so you can buy Call of Duty points, even though the game is multi-platform, right? You can buy Call of Duty points on on Xbox, but you can't spend them on PlayStation. True, but anything that you purchase with those points, because it's all cosmetics, is is unlocked on uh, whatever system you're playing it on. Yeah, that that's fair. It's a it's it was just a curious thought that I had while we were we were dipsy doodling through memory lane. So, David, before we wrap, what is one game you always look forward to on Game Pass or, you know, that it's like that reliable entity for you? Like the game that I keep going back to play. Yeah, I mean. I use I think I used Game Pass very differently than you. Maybe I use it to try a lot of games. I use it, use it to play a variety of things. Um, 
I'm not opposed to purchasing games, but if I do, I'm going to buy them physical. So, I mean, lately I've been like, I purchased the mass effect legendary edition back when it was announced. I had a very good feeling that I was going to go on EA play anyways, but I still bought it. Um, but now I just don't have to put the disc in my Xbox to play it, <laughs> but that's been my go-to for the last, uh, last few weeks is uh, mass effect legendary edition. Nice for me. I think it's always just knowing that I have fallout Four anywhere I go. You can like, like I don't... you sleep better at night. You can like look at your Xbox knowing that fallout four is inside it. I mean, a little like I have the disc for it. It's such a good game. It's probably probably one of my favorite games ever. But between that and knowing that Red Dead and um, Grand Theft Auto come and go, it's always it's always reliable to be there, right? Like Game Pass always there for you like a good friend. It's literally the smarter child of our childhood, Mm -hmm. but it's here all the time. Can I uh, make a confession to you before we go? Is it you've never played Red Dead 2? Uh, I've actually only dabbled in it. I, I think I only played the first part in the snow. That's not even the good part. <laughs> that, oh, my God. Uh, no, but uh, it's going to be that I've only ever played the intro part of Fallout 4. War. War solves nothing. That part? I think so. Did you so. even get up to the gas station or did you just like make yourself and then quit? I made myself and explored the house, and that was really about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Guys, uh, this might be our last episode ever. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm in utter disbelief that I just heard this. And if you're following the bingo, that's probably another bingo for the number of times that Sean has said that this is <laughs> the last episode ever. <laughs> I don't even know what to say right now. I don't know. I just know it's such a big game and then I just I knew that I was going to I would probably start it and then never finish it and then you'd be disappointed in me even more. And it's I don't think a long, I, it's a long haul. I don't I know don't if th- you have the uh, the wherewithal to complete the game. No, no, I don't think I do. It's so good though. I'll take your word for it. All right. Well, we want to know what your favorite Game Pass games are. Do you like Game Pass? Are you a PlayStation truther and you just listen to this episode begrudgingly? Let us know for myself. <laughs> wow, wow, is very nice. And David. That Hansel's so hot right now. We want to thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Scene on Screen podcast.